How's it going? I'm Xander Fryer, just another millennial corporate dropout turned entrepreneur. Since quitting my day job as an engineer just over four years ago, I built a multi-million dollar coaching business, mentoring seven-figure business owners, professional athletes, award-winning musicians, Hollywood actors, best-selling authors, and hundreds of aspiring entrepreneurs. I truly believe that when we couple the right knowledge with a strong desire for action, anything is possible. But most of us are never given the right knowledge, the shit you don't learn in college. The Sidlik Podcast shares interviews from the world's most successful people in business, finance, sports, health, and entertainment in order to help you live a life filled with more money, more meaning, and more freedom than you ever thought possible. Get ready to learn the shit you don't learn in college. Hey, how's it going, friends? Welcome back to another episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. I'm your host, Xander Fryer. And today we're going to be talking about five lessons that I've learned building a $5 million business in five years. I know, it's a lot of fives. And for all of our Shit You Don't Learn in College fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook.com. That's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, available now. Let's get on with the show. All right, a little bit of context. Uh, yes, I've built a $5 million business, online coaching business, uh, over the last five years. Now, this is there's been a lot of ups, there's been a lot of downs. It hasn't been easy, but it's been a lot of fun. But over the last five years, I've watched a lot of entrepreneurs in the online space uh, both rise and fall in that same amount of time. I've seen people make significantly more money than me to uh, only end up being completely gone uh, You know, a few months later. Uh, and I've seen people consistently grow and, and be very successful. And personally, in our business, we've consistently grown uh, about 40 to 140% year over year uh, on average around 80, 90%. Uh, you know, our lowest year being about 40%, our highest year being, you know, close to the 140, 150% uh, growth mark. Um, and because of that, Inc. 5000 ranked us as the second fastest growing coaching company in America. Uh, we're actually going to hit that honor again. We're going to hit the Inc. 5000 list again this year, and we'll probably hit it again next year um, based on what we're tracking right now. Um, so I think we've got a pretty good idea of what it means to consistently grow uh, at a pretty good rate over and over again. Now, over the last five years or so, I've really focused on some things that I think have allowed our business to be successful and will continue to be successful long term. And I wanted to share those five lessons uh, with you guys today. So let's dig in. So the first lesson that I wanted to talk about uh, is really, it's kind of the definition of business when you think about it. Uh, but the first big lesson that I've learned over the last five years is business is not about what you want. Right, the you know really in the definition of business, business businesses were defined or organized in order to solve problems for society. Right, that's that's where they get their value from. This is why people pay a business to perform a service or sell a product because of the value that it brings to others. Really, business is about solving problems for others. Now, this was one of the big things that I noticed for a lot of entrepreneurs. A lot of entrepreneurs become entrepreneurs. Uh, they get into their, their businesses for their own personal desires, their own personal needs, right? And these are oftentimes the, the entrepreneurs that I see being the least successful. And I think specifically in the online space, Huffington Post put out a, a, uh, an article recently where they said that 90% of online entrepreneurs uh, will actually give up within the first six to 12 months. 90%, nine out of 10 will give up within the first 
uh, six to 12 months. And I think a lot of that is because they get into business. There's such a low barrier to entry to become an entrepreneur these days. You don't really need much. You need a a laptop and a cell phone and an internet connection pretty much uh, to become an entrepreneur, right? You can you can read some information online, you can get a couple of books and you can, uh, you got a social media account and boom, you can launch an e-commerce business or a service-based business pretty damn quickly. Um, but also because of that, I think a lot of people are, are launching businesses uh, for their own personal desires rather than realizing the definition of business is about service of other people's needs. Right, And the most successful entrepreneurs that I've seen have been the ones that focus on serving other people's needs, solving problems for other people, realizing that that's you know, one of the big purposes of life is to serve others. And in that service of others, they find their own true purpose, they find their own passion, they find fulfillment in what they're doing, uh, and they find a way to satisfy their own personal needs in the process of serving others and solving others' problems. So this was kind of one of the biggest aha moments that I've had and I've worked on, you know, we we coach so many new entrepreneurs and I have to coach them on this all the time that it's not about your needs. We wanna, we wanna fulfill your needs, but we wanna do it in the process of solving other people's problems. So the next lesson that I've learned over the last five years building a $5 million business is that as an entrepreneur, you want to be built for winter. Now, this is a, a saying that I heard uh, from one of my good mentors, good friends and mentors, Bejos Kulian, the first time maybe three and a half years ago or something, three, four years ago. Um, and Bejos, Bejos describes it really well. If you don't know Bejos, he's the CEO and founder of Fit Body Bootcamp. No longer the CEO, actually. He's not the president. He passed that CEO title off to Bryce Henson, who's also an amazing entrepreneur. Um, but he he talks about the difference between being an orchid and a garden weed. And he says, you know, I love orchids. Orchids are absolutely beautiful. They're amazing, amazing flowers. But man, I also hate orchids because they die so easily. You turn the thermostat up too high when you go out for dinner, it's dead. You turn it too low at night while you go to sleep, it's dead. You put three ice cubes on your orchid instead of two, it's dead. You put one instead of two, it's dead, right? You water it at, at, at 6.30 instead of 6.25, it's dead, right? Orchids are beautiful, beautiful plants, but they die so incredibly easily. And he says, I never want to be an orchid. I want to be a garden weed. I want to be the plant that it doesn't matter what's going on in the economy or the world around me. I'm a survivor. And he says, you know, I walked into my backyard the other day and I saw this garden weed. And it was literally, you can see garden weeds growing up out of anything. You see them growing up in the middle of winter. You see them growing up in the, in the blazing hot sun of summer. He's like, I was... I was out by my pool and it's concrete out there. And this garden weed is literally growing up out of the concrete. And I pulled it out of the concrete and I can, I'm literally watching its roots grow as I'm holding it in midair. It's virtually growing in midair, right? He says, that's what I want to be as an entrepreneur. Because the truth is, as an entrepreneur, we're always going to have seasons. Like, think about it. If you want to be in this business for long enough, you're going to go through ups and downs. It's never all going to be summer and springtime. At some point, you're going to run across fall and winter. That's just the way that it is, right? And any entrepreneur who's ever been around for, for any extended period of time knows this, right? You're going to go through springs and summers where everything's going well, but that's not where you see how you stand up as an entrepreneur, as a leader, uh, as everything there, right? You see how you stand up in the winters, in the tough times, right? And so you're going to have weeks that are really tough. You're going to have months that are really tough, quarters that are really tough. You might have an entire year or several years that are really tough. That's really going to show you whether or not you're cut out for this stuff. I had a, a, about a 16-month period where, where our business was just 
I was getting beat up. We'd invest in, I'd invested like a half million dollars in a bunch of different things and nothing was working. I, I built a team and had to let half of them go and I rebuilt another team and I had to let another half of them go. And that, that winter legitimately lasted me like 16 months and it was just tough and it was hard and it was a grind and it felt like every day I was just trying not to get knocked on my ass, right? But eventually the winds turned and I realized that that 16 month winter is what really showed me what it's going to take to be able to be an entrepreneur long term. I'm sure it's, you know, I'm sure I'm going to have more winters in the future that are that are year long or maybe even multiple year long, but now that I know that I can make it through that, I can make it through any of these other ones that come moving forward. So, as an entrepreneur, you have got to be built for winter. I don't want to be I don't want to be an orchid. I want to be a garden weed. Brings me to number 3. Have a longer horizon for your vision, but start with the first step. You know, I, I love the story of Jeff Bezos starting Amazon. And if you guys don't know um, why Jeff Bezos called Amazon Amazon, right? It's because the Amazon is the, you know, the biggest and widest uh, river in the world and it can encompass almost anything. So his idea was when he started Amazon was to have the everything store. It's what it is today, literally the everything store where you can get absolutely anything on Amazon easier and faster and better than you can in any of the stores, Right. But when he first started Amazon, he had this big vision in mind, and that's literally why he called it Amazon. But when they first started, he didn't, he didn't start by trying to sell absolutely everything. He started with the first step. Let's find an area, let's find a niche that is ripe for disruption with the online market space, and let's dig in and let's become the absolute best at it. And then let's expand from there, one at a time, until eventually we can become the everything store. And he started with books right? He started with books, physical books. That's all it was. And that was ripe for disruption. And he came in and he started with books and he created a, a monster of an online platform that started to put, you know, the other big companies, the Barnes and Nobles and things like that started to, to make them question and put them out of business, right? But that's where he started. And then from there, it expanded into things like electronics and music and stuff like that. So until eventually it became the everything store. Now, the reason that I share this is because, number one, the, the, the first mistake that people make is most people can't have, uh, don't have a long enough horizon, a horizon and a vision to look 10, 20, 30 years into the future, right? We're, we're almost 30 years since the inception of the idea of Amazon that Jeff Bezos came up with, right? 30 years. Do you have the foresight to look 30 years into the future, number one? And then number two, commit. Commit, have the conviction and the persistence and the resiliency to really commit toward that vision for 30 years down the path. Most people just can't, can't push for longer than a few weeks, a couple of months, three to six months maximum, let alone 10 years, right? They can't see that path between that. And then the other mistake that most people make is, you know, maybe they do have this vision of where they want to be 10 years, 20 years, 30 years down the line. But the problem is, they don't start with the first step. They try and jump straight to step 10. And that also creates issues. Now, if, if Jeff Be Bezos had jumped in with Amazon and tried to sell absolutely everything online right from the very beginning, do you think it would have worked? No, it would have failed miserably, right? He had to take first steps first. I think people think, people forget that you can't just step from step one to greatness all of a sudden. You have to go from step one to two, two to three, three to four. And it's in this journey of a step after step that eventually you get to greatness. So you want to have a longer horizon, but you need to start with the first step, first things first. Now, number four, lesson number four, surround yourself with good people. Surround yourself with good people. I had a mentor once tell me, you know, your environment dictates your destiny. 
And I don't think this could be any more true with the people that you surround yourself with, right? Uh, Jim Rome once said, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. So if you spend, you spend a lot of your time with five smokers, you're going to become the sixth. If you spend a lot of your time with five people who are pessimists and negative people, you're going to become the sixth. You spend a lot of time with people who are inspiring, are, are great people, good morals, good values, make great money, give, back, give a lot of money back, help, help people out, serve others, you're going to become the sixth. Right, so your environments dictate your destiny, and when you're an entrepreneur, uh, especially in a startup, you're going to spend a lot of time with the people that you work with, whether it's people within your business or the mentors that you have, the masterminds you're a part of, the communities you're a part of. You're going to spend a lot of time with the people that you work with, so you damn well better be sure that you're going to want to make sure that these people are people that you want to be around, and not just people that you want to be around because you like being around them, but people that you want influencing you and your character and who you are as a person moving forward. Now, I personally think this is why we have such a good track record at HIC of people, you know, people who join our company stick around for a long time because we have such great, great people within the company. We create such a great culture, such a great community that people love hanging out with the people in this company. They're all motivated. They're all inspiring. They're all doing great stuff. They're all, they're all giving back. They're all changing the world in their own ways, even outside of HIC. So it's inspiring to be around the other people within high impact coaching because they're good people that you want to surround yourself with because every single one of them makes you want to be a better person. So surround yourself with good people uh, in your business and outside of your business. And then the last lesson that I've learned over the last five years as an entrepreneur is really just not to take things too seriously, right? I, I truly believe that life is about growth. Right? There's, there's a lot of people, a lot of people say there's different purposes to life. The purpose of life is to love. The purpose of life is to live purposefully and fulfilled. Purpose of life is to serve others. The purpose of life is to have fun. There's a lot of different purposes of life. I personally think the purpose of life is to grow, to grow in your ability to love, to grow in your ability to live more purposefully, to grow in your ability to serve others, to grow spiritually, mentally, uh, uh, physically, uh, physiologically, emotionally, in your capacity to love, your, to live, all of these things. I, I personally think life is about growth, right? That's why we're here. We're always focusing on growth. Now, truthfully, sometimes I learn from the biggest fuck-ups, right? I learn from my biggest mistakes. And, and to be honest, if you can't notice that you learn from your biggest mistakes, then you're probably going to take life too seriously. You're going to get so upset when you make mistakes. But the reality is if you're learning from your mistakes, well, then... At some point, when you start making more mistakes, you kind of have to turn around and just laugh at them when they happen, right? Because if you can't laugh at your fuck-ups, if you can't laugh at your mistakes, you'll quit pretty fast in this industry. I, I once, um, once told our, our clients, we did, we did like a little bit of a look on like in terms of how many projects and how many ideas I'd tested out and tried and like what percentage of, what percentage of them succeeded and what percentage failed. Everything from like full-on businesses to, you know, tiny projects or funnels within certain businesses. And it was something ridiculous. It was like 80% of the shit that I try out didn't work out. Like four out of five things failed, but I learned out a, a ton out of every single one. And then that one out of five ends up being a 10X, uh, 10X return because I've learned so much from the other things that that thing ends up being a, a drastic return. Now, one of my favorite things, one of my favorite quotes that I've ever heard from Denzel Washington, he said, you know what you'll never see behind a hearse? A U-Haul right? Because you can't take anything with you when you die. So the whole game of life, I want everybody to realize like the whole game of life, like we kind of have to just learn to enjoy the process, right? Because it's not so much, it's not so much about like, 
what you get to keep because you don't get to keep anything. We, we enter this world the same way that we exit this world. We enter this world naked and penniless and broke and, and we leave this world the same way, maybe a little bit clothed if we're you know, being buried. But uh, you know, in the end, this is all just a game anyways. It's a game of what can you accomplish? How, can, how much can you serve? How much fun can you have along the way? And how much can you grow in the process of living this weird thing that we call life? So those are the five key lessons that I've learned over the last five years. Business isn't, what about, isn't about what you want. It's about solving problems for others. Be built for winter. Have a longer horizon for your vision, but you got to start with the first step. Surround yourself with good people and don't take things too seriously in the process. Now, if you follow these five lessons, I promise you, you're going to be able to do amazing things. You also have a lot more fun along the way. Uh, and really, I think that's the balance that we're looking for. We want to accomplish great things, but if we're not having fun and serving people along the way, it's, it's pretty pointless, right? So that's all I have for today's show. Don't forget that knowledge without action yields nothing. So make sure you implement what you learn here with us. And for all of our shit you don't learn in college fans out there, if you've gotten any value from this podcast, don't forget to go to www.sidlickbook, that's S-Y-D-L-I-C book.com to grab your copy of the new number one bestseller, Shit You Don't Learn in College, the book, available now. All right, that's all we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Shit You Don't Learn in College. And if you did, please share this episode on your social media and tag at Xander Fryer. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating so you don't miss any other great episodes. We can only spread our message when you share this knowledge with the others that need it. So we really appreciate the support. Thanks a ton. Thanks a ton.